there, and welcome to Silenced Histories. For February, we are recognizing Black History Month with a daily story or nugget of information that you may or may not have learned about in school. This month, we have Jen the Librarian with us to share her research and perspective. Here is Jen. Day 16. Harry Anslinger was an angry man. He was angry about alcohol and drugs and black people. Keep in mind, this was the 30s, so a lot of people were, but Harry Anslinger was uniquely positioned to hate all of these things at the same time. He was the commissioner of the Federal Bureau of Narcotics during the 30s and the 40s and the 50s and into the early 60s. Wow, that's a long run. This dude really liked being angry at stuff. So Harry took his hatred of jazz music, which he also hated, and its funky sounds and his hatred of drugs and alcohol and started an entire anti-drug campaign. Like, Jesus Christ, dude, if you don't like it, just don't listen to it. Yeah. So Anslinger actually believed that reefer, a.k.a. marijuana, made people crazy, and that's why jazz sounded so bad. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't possibly be the product of a freed people exploring and creating a new cultural phenomenon. It was definitely drugs. Oh, it was the drugs, for sure. <laughs> wow. He decided that he was going to find someone to snitch and expose all the jazz singers who smoked and sold drugs and put them all behind bars. He was so sure... He could get all of them. He did all this paperwork in advance. Total overachiever. Except he couldn't get anyone to snitch. His first outing was kind of a complete failure. So, like anyone with an agenda who first fails, he went to regroup. This time, he set his sights on Billie Holiday. Mm. Many of you know Billie Holiday as one of the best jazz singers ever, but her life before that time was difficult, to say the least. Her father dead and her mother a prostitute, she, was raised, she raised herself on the mean streets of Baltimore. When she was 10, she was lured away by a white man at the promise of seeing her mother, but instead he raped her. Oh. The blame was pinned on her, because of course a white man was the victim here, and she was sent to a reform school. She ran away to find her mother, who was working in a brothel in Harlem. At 14, poor, starving, alone, and broken, Billy agreed to work as a prostitute for a cut of the profit. She was in and out of jail and brothels, enough that she started using drugs and alcohol to quell her sorrows. I mean, you can't really blame her. No. Luckily, as much stuff as Billy took, uh, she could give it back just as good. Between stabbing a guy in the face with a broken bottle and laying out a few soldiers with an ashtray, she seemed to be able to stick up for herself, for the most part. She got a job singing and thus started her blazing music career. Old Harry Anslinger heard of this up-and-coming singer and decided that she would be the straw that broke the camel's back. Harry sent in a secret agent to get close to her and build a case against her, which he did. The agent also fell in love with her. Regardless, he still turned her over to Harry, and she spent some time in jail once again. To contrast this attack on Billie Holiday, Anslinger also found out Judy Garland had a drug addiction. He invited her over, they had a chat, 
and he said he couldn't possibly turn her over to the authorities because it would ruin her career. Oh, my goodness. Wow. He was a total sweetheart. So the back and forth between Anslinger and Holiday happened for years. He continuously had his agents harass her, plant drugs on her, all while she was in and out of addiction and trying to make music. In 1959, Anslinger, after about 20 years of hunting, finally had Billy where he wanted her, handcuffed to a hospital bed in her dying hours. All of this, the war on drugs, the criminalization of alcohol and narcotics, was created to bring to its knees the non-white races of America. If you look at the crime and prison statistics today, you'll see that the system is unique. You'll see that the system uniquely targets people of color and the disenfranchised. We wish this was the end. The end. Silenced Histories is a project to bring to light those stories and struggles that have been marginalized throughout American history. Look for us throughout the month of February and again in November for First Nations slash Native American Indian History Month. We'll be adding more content. Women's History Month and Pride Month are up next until we have 365 days for you. If there is a story you'd like us to talk about, email us at silencedhistories at gmail.com. And in the meantime, remember, no effort in this world is ever lost or wasted. Onward, friends. <laughs>